Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at microsoft.com slash AI for all. This is a HeadGum Podcast. In 86, N.M. Martin wrote the first book of what became a cult. Now it's time for Babysitter's Club I didn't even do, I didn't even look at this last part of the book because I thought it was just, uh, it was just meaningless. Blank pages to fill out, but there's stuff back here. There's content back here. Yeah, there's content throughout. I mean, she did put a lot of blank pages in, which like, you got to respect the game. (laughs) Also, I ordered that other book, the one that was like babysitting diary. And it's literally just an, it's literally just blank pages. (laughs) Yeah, no, I told, I tried to to warn you, but... (laughs) That one costs uh, like twenty bucks too. But so you've noticed something, and I guess we can just start here uh, the, by talking in about the, that in the end here. Yeah, in the end matter here. Yeah, so we we're matter. reading a book. Yeah, we're reading. We've read a book. We've read a book called yeah. "The Babysitters Club Guide to Babysitting." Yeah, special babysitting tips from Anna Martin inside. Yeah, all you need to know about babysitting kids with activities, letters, and even your own BSc record book. Yeah. So this book was written by Anne. It was written by Anne, who apparently is some fucking babysitting expert. And then two other people helped, apparently. Yeah, but shouldn't we be getting babysitting tips from like Claudia and Stacy and Or someone Marianne. who's ever had a baby. Anne is not necessarily a babysitting expert. I'm not even sure she's been around a baby. She's I have a- no evidence that Anne's ever been in proximity of a baby. Anne is as much of a babysitting expert as you and I are. Right. Yeah, I have a baby. She, yeah. She, <laughs> so maybe, maybe, I don't know if Anne has a baby, actually. But she's a babysitter's club expert, just like us. Yep. But she's not a babysitting expert. And so no. why do I want babysitting tips from Anne and Martin? But she does seem to know a lot of babysitting tips from having read this book. Right, she knows a lot, but we're looking at the back matter here, and you. Well, I want something. to talk about these other two authors who helped okay. too. Okay, who helped? I'm not familiar with either of these names. Okay, let's let's get to that. Ja, Ja Na, John Na, Beecham, Beecham, and Malcolm Hillgartner. The entity. What? The entity. The entity is like a a being. It's two corporeal beings smashed into one. You're thinking of Jenna and Malcolm, the entity. Right, and look at that. Take off cover over the last names of each with one, get a finger over each. And then what does it say? Jana, Jana, Malcolm. Malcolm. But the entity's Christian name is Jana and And. Malcolm. Right. So this is before they were joined. Is that possible? This is before they got into the, the chamber. Before like the, in the fly, the, like the fly happened. So that's scary. I, you know what? I did not catch that this was Jonna and. So yeah. So you, I, I take your point. We know, and it can't be a coincidence. That's what I'm claiming. 
We know you think it, they're related. Or we something. know of an entity that is called Jan, Jana and Malcolm that is the fused being of two previously separate beings. Yeah, I'm claiming that this J- Jana B- Beecham and Malcolm Hillgartner are the separate beings that will later fuse. Okay, and this book was published in '93, so I guess that puts a timeline on when the entity. Wow, that's finally fused, and it was apparently after November of 1993. But so they know about babysitting. They're the ones who are helping. You know what? Explain explain something to me. Oh, hi, hi. I'm Jack Shepard. <laughs> I'm Tanner Greenring. This is the Babysitters Club Club. Copyright 1993 by Anna Martin. Some of the letters that appear in this book were first published in the Ask Anne feature on the Babysitters Club on the Prodigy service. <laughs> Fuck yes. <laughs> Damn, I like. I feel whatever. It's it's nostalgia, but it's also yearning because I feel bad that I've never been able to and never will be able to experience the Babysitters Club on the Prodigy server. I actually spent some time today looking to see if there was like a the Prodigy emulator, <laughs> but I could but not. Is it like on it. Internet Archive or something like that? I don't know, man. I don't know, but that's yeah. a that's probably a bad rabbit hole to go down. Yeah, you're right. Say whatever you were going to say and, and really make a meal of it. Okay. And don't no. call on me for any reason. No, because again, I would need your I need your undivided attention. And again, by again, I mean, as always. What are you finding? Have you found anything? You talking to me? I yeah. asked. I, very, I was very specific. But because when I, here's the thing, when I make a meal out of something and then you're not paying attention, th- then when I finish, inevitably, even if I do a really good job of making a meal out of it, I get dead air from you and it's as if I said nothing and I get no reaction to it. And so it's not particularly a, a, a road I want to go down. Does that make sense? Uh, yeah, for sure. Okay. <laughs> um, what are you saying? Uh, did you, are you done? I couldn't, I can't find okay, a reliable Okay, so listen to, to me. So are you willing to at least go along with my theory that this John Beecham and Malcolm Hillgartner are the precursors, the separate precursors to what eventually became the entity known as John and like Malcolm? It. it seems like it. Okay, it would be it would be a pretty big coincidence if it were not the entity. Okay, now knowing that, let me read you some chapter titles from this book that we read. Okay, breathing difficulty, choking. Convulsions, electrical shock, poisoning, yeah. unconscious child, bee sting, broken bones and falls, bumps and bruises, burns, stomachache, nosebleed, fever, tooth injury, vomiting. Yeah. <laughs> That's just a, a random sample of chapters <laughs> from this book for kids. <laughs> I was going to say maybe you're cherry picking. But there's – I'm looking at the table of contents here. The table of contents is two pages. Yeah. The first page is has stuff like be prepared. Be prepared. Discipline. <laughs> chow time. Here's one. Ding, Ding dong, dong. I'm, I'm here. here. <laughs> and then the second page is entirely from the top to the, – the top starts with fire. Fire. And the last one is vomiting. And it's it, it. Everything in between is just as dire. It's so dark. <laughs> so yeah, of course, this one was written by the entity. So this is. So this brings me to my first question of the day, which Ding is, dong. what is going to happen on this babysitting job that Anne and Jonna and Malcolm 
are sending us on. It really prepared fuck? me for the worst. Here's what, listen to what she says. What else should I take on the job? Answer, this book. At the back of the book, under the heading important numbers, be sure to list the numbers of one, ambulance, two, police, three, fire department, four, poison control center, five, doctor, and wh- wh- what is going to happen on this babysitting job that you're sending me on? I think you are not giving me enough credit, man. <laughs> if you think that the baby I'm watching is going to be uh, going to need an ambulance, yeah, going to need help from the police, poison control, going to be set on fire, going to be poisoned. I've worked with a baby now for some time, about eighteen months. Yeah, and none of those things has none ever happened things. to him. Here's what Ann says: You might want to consider bringing your own first aid kit, band aids. Telfa non-stick sterile pads, neosporin, antibacterial ointment to put on cuts and bites, Ipecac to induce vomiting. Yeah. What the fuck does she think is going to happen? It's going to be like a zombie attack? <laughs> <laughs> like They also talk about something called numzit a lot. Is she trying to scare people away from babysitting? Like that's yeah. her that's if like If I were her a 13-year-old area. girl, 12-year-old girl and I read this, I'd be like, "Oh shit, never mind." <laughs> Split lip. It's not worth the money. What are you fucking paying me for the, for this job? It's like the expendables. Yeah. You know? They're like it, they're like when so when a kid barfs in front of you, don't react. And it's like, how can I not react? It's literally the grossest thing in the world. Yeah. And that's so Anne would say, as she does throughout this book, Ew ick. <laughs> Ew ick. Yeah. I think Ew, that's ick. probably the entity actually. That's that. They're saying, already ew, sort of entering this they're state. They're starting to where phase together. Phasing together. One is saying ew, the other is saying ick, and they just write it both down. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, so this is probably where it started. Here. So this is the origin story for the entity. What a book. Should we describe to Baby Nation what this book even is? Yeah, let's say what it is. That's great. So it's called it's Babysitter's called Club. Babysitter's Club Guide, Guide to, babysitting. to Babysitting. And it's got tips and tricks to from Ann on how to be a good babysitter and the babysitters. I got mine online. It's used acceptable. And look, it says someone wrote on it, make an R. They wrote make an R across it. Weird. So make an R if you're listening to this. I've got your baby. Mine is used book. acceptable and it's got this in it. Virgin. <laughs> so it kind of it's burn a, on it's, me. It's a um it's a sticker with a price tag on it, and on the sticker for some printed in a red stamp is the word virgin. So they're on to you. They're like, okay, uh almost 40-year-old oh, man. What are you? 36 and you're buying a babysitter's club book? <laughs> the babysitter's okay. club guide to babysitting. <laughs> I'll tell you this too, I paid a lot more than 350 plus tax. Yeah, me too. It's worth it though. Yeah, it is worth it. It's worth it. So we'll describe it. So what so what we've got here is a book. And so it's Anne is saying it's she's telling us how to do it. And she says, So here's I'll read you the beginning. Dear reader, as the members of the BSC will tell you, the babysitter's motto ought to be be prepared. Well, two that's things the about Boy that. Motto. One, that's the Boy Scouts motto. That's what you're doing is copyright. What you're doing is taking the Boy Scouts motto. And two, we already know what the Babysitter's Club's motto are, and they're like, not that. The Babysitter's Club motto should be, think different. That's See, that's good. (laughs) That's great. The the Babysitter's Club motto should be, 
I'm loving it. That would be that would be fine. Yeah. So Anne says she's going to tell us how to do it, and then the BSC do come in briefly uh, and yeah. somewhat reluctantly, and they write and us little notes. It's not all the BSC; it's some of them. Yeah. Um, and and some imposters too, because there's someone who claims to be Claudia Kishi in this. Oh yeah, and it's in Claudia's handwriting, in her iconic handwriting. I noticed but this. Nothing is misspelled. But so here's what she says, and it's it's so fucking suspicious. A good babysitter is creative. She or he takes the time to think of fun new games to play with the children, so that they will want her to come back again and again. Notice that I read that without stumbling. It's because there was no misspelling, and then she's written, "P.S. Thanks for the help with my spelling, Marianne." Who's she trying to impress? Why now? Why? Right. After and also, 200 books, now is the one time where you're like, better spell it right. What what have you shown me? Does this company not employ fucking copy editors? Oh, and he's shown me the Scholastic um, imprint. Yeah. I don't don't they have copy editors? Name. Yeah. Like, yeah. You're the, making you Marianne Marianne's help. Marianne's a 13-year-old girl. Submit your manuscript. Yeah. <laughs> and their copy editors will edit it for you. Yeah. That's Jesus. interesting. So anyway, we're we're way off topic. We needed yeah. to get back to the thing we were talking about at the beginning, the end of this book. Okay, so we were noticing this uh, before we started recording. You were noticing it. The back matter here. The back matter. Lists the Babysitter's Club books today. And shall, why don't I just read them out and then you can... This is November 93. You can stop me once... What, are you going to read every single one? No, but you can stop me once you notice it what's wrong with this story okay here's the babysitters club books today number one christy's great idea so far so good yep the next one number 10 logan likes marianne classic the next one number 15 little miss stonybrook and dawn another good one love it okay i was hoping that you would have stopped me by now because there's something wrong isn't there Number one, number 10, number 15, number 20, number 25, number 30, number 35, number 40, number 45, number 50. No, wait. It goes to... Wait, hang on. What the hell? Yeah, it counts up in fives until no, it's 50. No, 1, 10, 15, 20, 21, 22, 23, 24, 25. What? Wait, yours is different? What year? Go to the front of your book. When, okay. when was yours published? Mine was published. So this is interesting. Mine was published copyright 93. But and it's the um, first scholastic printing, November ninety three. Is yours Apple paperbacks? Yeah. Okay, so this is interesting. So but you and mine I... is also first scholastic printing, November ninety three. But look at my list in the back. It goes one one ten fifteen twenty twenty five, and mine goes one ten fifty twenty twenty one. Okay, hell? so but this so this makes sense. So th- what this is, I think, is a clue to. The Glaive Order. But and, but that's, listen, hear me out. You have to have both of our copies and put them together. Oh, they don't, it's too powerful. Look, yours also has, look, mine has a blank spot right here, and yours has some kind of text. Oh, yeah, it says the price. But your, your price was put, they put your price on that sticker that says virgin. <laughs> but so I think we've, we've uncovered a secret here, which is Anne has put the, the re- the ultimate or reading order. If we put our books together, I'm so I'm like shook to my core that our books yeah. are different. I feel like we're we've like stumbled into some kind of alternate reality. 
like these are from different timelines, you know? Oh, that's possible too. Like at some point, at some point, the time, the the universe diverged. Well, we know exactly when, right? It was at um, number 20, after Christie and the Walking Disaster. That's the first Jackie Radowski book. That's the first Jackie Radowski book. The Walking Disaster is Jackie Radowski. That's when the timeline gets out of sync. There's a big sticker on the back of my book. I'm trying to peel it off to see if I can uncover any clues about which timeline my book is from versus yours. But isn't that interesting? It is interesting. Of course it would be. Of course it is. It's just the ISBN number. (laughs) We'll have to ask Megan R. If we can find Megan R. We've like uncovered fucking multiple timelines. This is fringe shit. No, this is fringe shit. You're not wrong. And the book is dark. The book is dark-sided. It's dark-sided. Listen to this. Here's one of the questions Anne asks. That's, listen to this. Ready? Yeah. What do I say to the hurt child? This is just, just the type of shit that Anne is saying. Is this a riddle? Is this a, a, a joke? <laughs> it's the type of shit that it's like, this is like the, the energy that Anne is bringing throughout this book. It's just like at any time you turn to any page in the book and she's asking you some shit. She's like coming at you like in your face with a question like this. Right. So Anne says, what do I say to the hurt child? And then here's her answer. If the situation isn't too serious, try making light of things. Joke about what a great story Jason is going to be able to tell at school the next day. (laughs) Does she mean Jason? (laughs) Jason? I'm assuming, and I'm just filling in the blanks here, that Jason hurt the child. Yes. And he's going to go to school tomorrow and be like, you should have seen this kid. <laughs> and he's going to go to school and be like, man, this I went to this fucking, was fucking summer camp with freaked. a hockey mask. <laughs> I also love that Anne, like, clearly, and, and Malcolm and, and Jonna clearly had a page count that they needed to get to. Mm-hmm. And we're, we're one, two, three, four... Five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve pages short. Yeah. Because there's this little sliver of a section in this book called Letters from My Readers. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Where Anne just publishes some of her mail. <laughs> her mail is fucking crazy. I want to talk about that a little bit later. Like, she's like, bring this book on, on babysitting jobs in case there's an emergency and you're in an emergency. You're <laughs> yeah. And you're like, like God. <laughs> Let me see what Noel from Nova Scotia asked Anne in 1993 <laughs> about being like underpaid. Yeah. Um, here's another thing that Anne, Anne says just randomly. The answer to the question, what do I say, is explain your emergency. Hello, I am babysitting a child who has fallen down the stairs and is unconscious. That's what you say. Yeah. That's what Anne to, wants you to say. To who? The, the, the question is, what do I say? Okay. So if you're ever at a loss of words. Yeah. And you don't know what to say, <laughs> Anne has some advice. I am babysitting a child who is, it would get you out of like a meeting or something <laughs> that you didn't but, prepare for. <laughs> there's a number of different opportunities where you ha- need to say something. Yeah. I think like opening line on a dating yeah. app. Yeah. Two. Yeah. <laughs> it's always tough to figure out how to like what this is. Like, you never you know what to say. Pun. You don't want to sound too cheesy and like like pre-baked, but you also don't want to be like totally but you want to like, grab their attention. But you, yeah, exactly. So and this, this would. Is, this is good. 
Hello. I'm babysitting a child who has fallen down the stairs and is unconscious. <laughs> and that's it. That's all it says. Yeah. yeah. I like that it starts with hello. <laughs> you got to be polite. You do have to be polite. They won't send an ambulance if you're too mean. So that is what you say. Hell of a book. Hell of a book. Starts with a foreword from Anna Martin. Goes into messages from the BSC. Yeah. And then it talks about like just the biz of being a fucking baby. Just the biz. Just the fucking, just get she down to brass She gets into marketing. Tax. Yeah. She gets into some of the ins and outs of changing diapers and- Ew, ick. Soothing- yeah, toxic. That that section's called toxic toxic waste. waste. How do I change the ew ick diaper? And then she has, she has in this same section. You know what Miles likes to do, and this is way too graphic for our listeners. Okay, perfect. Here's what Miles likes to do when we does when he does a poop. Okay, he I go into his room and I put him on his changing table and I take his poopy diaper off and then he immediately, almost every time, reaches down to touch the poop. Oh, classic. Yeah. Yeah, the same same with uh, Cyril when he was Miles's age, and I would always say, always in those, we this, we would have the same conversation. I would always say, "Your instincts are so fucking bad." <laughs> Why are you trying to touch the poop? Yeah, stop it. It's nasty. It's bad. Now you got poop on your finger. Making this worse for me. Yeah. Um, this has been dead talk. Dead talk. Yeah. Um. Uh, so in the same section <laughs> with the poopy diaper, there's a um, list of songs for one to three year olds. Yeah, and one of these things is not like the other. Okay, here are the songs for one to three year olds: "The Wheels on the Bus," "This Old Man," "Itsy Bitsy Spider," "Old MacDonald," "The Hokey Pokey," "Where Is Thumbkin." <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so that was what seven, six songs. Yeah, I've heard of. <laughs> I'm very five familiar of those six songs with five of those songs. I here's what I think is happening. I think Anne is genuinely wondering, and it's pretty ominous because she was just. It's like you know when you're like thinking about something else while you're writing, and you accidentally write down your thought instead of the thing that you're supposed to be writing. Yeah. Anne was doing that. that She's like all the time. She was like, "Where's Thumbkin?" (laughs) (laughs) Maybe it's like, maybe this is like some spy shit. Like obviously, no one's buying this fucking book, right? No, we're the first. Well, and Megan R. Yeah, Megan R. Yeah, and some virgin. (laughs) But this was purely made so that Anne could like get messages across, like the Soviet border, (laughs) right? Where is Thumbkin? (laughs) <laughs> Interesting. Okay, so here's I'm on the I'm on wiggles.fandom.com, the Wiggles okay. w- w- fandom wikia. Okay. And I've got they know uh, where Thumbkin is. I've got a an audio file on this Thumbkin page. does sound like like a Russian poet. It's like Pushkin. Maybe that's it's like some like like Sorry, I'm listening to the w- Wiggles. Band Russian poet. Okay, okay, well, yeah, what's happening? Do you want to know what the song wears uh Where's Thumpkin? Sure. Is. Will you sing it to me? Yep. Please. Where is Thumpkin? Where okay. is Thumpkin? Okay. Here I am. Yep. Here Stop. I am. How are you today, yep. friend? Very well, I thank you. Run away. Okay. 
and his Run nose. Put his thumb. Put where his thumb. is no, Pointer? Where no, is? Now stop. So do you yeah. get it? It's yeah, Pointer, I get it. Tall okay. One, Ringo, yes. and Pinky. Gotcha. So what you're singing is Frere Jaca, and no. you, you've put silly. Uh, what are you finger. saying, Frere Jaca? Yeah, the guy who wrote that thing about lobsters. David Foster Wallace? No. He did write a wrote... series of essays called Consider the Lobster. Was that David Foster Wallace? Yeah. No, it wasn't, was it? Yeah, it fucking was, dude. I, you're seriously going to look this up and not believe that I know that, that for Sorry, sure? Sorry, of course. Um, I mean the guy who wrote Eating Animals, which includes... Like, Jonathan Safran Foer. Yes, and that's... Wait, what did you say earlier? David Foster Wallace. No, before that. That's what I You said the song Frere was called Jaca. Jonathan Frere Saffron Foer. <laughs> I said Frere Jaca. Because he, Frere Jaca, the guy who wrote the book, he said eating that animals. it's the lobster that really made him reconsider eating animals. That's what David Foster Wallace says, dude. In Consider the Lobster, that's what it's called. Consider the fucking lobster. David Foster Wallace. We can't, no, listen, we can't be do, he, two dudes. He's a wiggle? It's, it's against, he's one of the wiggles? Let me just say something to you. It's against God to have two dudes on a podcast talking about David Foster Wallace, even if they're just kind of tangentially doing it. So we have to we have to steer away from this. <laughs> Sounds like that's what literally what podcasts are made We can't for. have it. Yeah. <laughs> you get We're, that, the, the, right? The market is oversaturated. <laughs> um. Be, Interesting. The coffers would spill over. No, I think Thumbkin Tanner is a Russian poet. Okay. Like a banned Russian poet, and it's a message. Okay. And that's what Anne's doing. Right. Where is Thumbkin? And it's like, well, I don't know, probably in the fucking gulag, right? And it's, that's what she's when asking the, us to, to consider. When Anastasia's fa- family was killed. Yes. I don't know much about Russian monarchy. I've just seen Anastasia. <laughs> thank, thank God. Yeah, you've seen Anastasia because it's a perfect time to bring that knowledge to bear. Um, here's what I think is that we should take a quick break and then come back and do a little babysitting role play. Oh yes, okay. <laughs> One of my naughtiest fantasies. <laughs> okay, I don't think it's gonna go how you think it's gonna go. <laughs> I'm very much. I'm gonna tell Jamie to go to bed. <laughs> do not come into the basement tonight. <laughs> Okay, bye. And now, a word from our sponsor, BetterHelp. Um, a dilly dilly, my lord. (laughs) Oh, hey, it's Evil Jack here. I was just workshopping some of the most evil ways to start an ad spot. Evil Tanner couldn't make it today because he's busy trying to break his previous record for how many people he can tell that they should smile more in a 24-hour period. I just wanted to give you an update on our uh, evil company, BetterHelp, uh, where we help evil betters to um, make small, lucrative bets on extremely wicked outcomes. Uh, Like, for instance, I bet that I can accidentally put my own bag on the weighing area of your self-checkout at the grocery store so you have to call someone over to make the machine work again. Well, basically, since you asked, it's going uh, pretty badly um, because apparently the name of our company sounds too much like the name of our sponsor, BetterHelp. See, it's pronounced completely differently. 
their online therapy that will uh, pair you with a licensed therapist in no time at all. Um, and in addition to not even really sounding the same as our evil company, BetterHelp is easy to use, it's entirely online, and they are super flexible, so it's no problem to fit them into your own schedule, which is completely the opposite of how we do it. Anyway, everyone's saying that we shouldn't use the name, which causes me grief, anxiety, self-esteem, and LGBT matters. And to make matters worse, um, I can't even get therapy for this stuff because I don't believe that men need therapy because I'm evil. If you're ready uh, to give online therapy a try, though, all you have to do is fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Become your own soulmate, whether you're looking for one or not. Visit BetterHelp.com Bedfellows today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Bedfellows. Shipping can make or break a sale, so optimize how you ship your orders with ShipStation. They make it easy to automate and manage orders no matter how big your business grows. And they might even be able to help reduce shipping and warehouse costs. So optimize and keep up your momentum for growth with ShipStation. Sign up for your free 60-day trial now at ShipStation.com and use the code P-O-D. That's ShipStation.com with the code P-O-D. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Okay, did you tell Jamie to go to no, bed? I didn't tell Jamie to go to bed. She's watching a live stream of a much more popular podcast. But she's not going to bother us while we're doing a um, babysitting role play? Role play? No. Okay. Let's get to the role play. Okay, let's get to the role play. This is basically, I'm going to be using uh, specifically prompts that have been provided to me by Anne for how to do babysitting in this okay. book. And what do you, should I look for the kind of counter prompts or do you want me to go off book? I want you to be – I was thinking you could be you, and I'm going to come in, and I'm the babysitter for Miles. But you can – you know, however you want to do it. So wait. Let's set the scene. I'm okay. a dad. Yeah. And I'm going out for the evening. Yeah, and I'm the okay, new babysitter. it's a pandemic. I wouldn't. <laughs> okay. So Maybe you just need someone to watch – Automatically, the premise is flawed. You need to watch – someone to watch Miles outside. Okay. While it's you cold. get some work done cold well <laughs> connecticut okay what's a scenario whereby you would need a babysitter that works for you to make this work well i don't know if i would invite a babysitter into my house for this but let's say that jamie and i wanted to set aside some time to be intimate <laughs> okay <laughs> go upstairs yeah be intimate and we yeah. needed someone to watch miles because we are okay. doing it in the middle of the day okay it's the perfect. only time i like the only to. time you have to be yeah. intimate and it's very important in a relationship right okay so that's a scenario i can work with and so the doorbell rings and it's me and it's i'm actually 30 minutes early because that is mandated here right anna said arrive 30 minutes early that you know what that would infuriate <laughs> me yeah. Because I'm not my Jamie and I are not like tidy people. 
Yeah. So anytime we have anyone over, we spend the like hour before they come over furiously cleaning and tidying. I'm just this is the babysitting basics that Anne, world babysitting expert, has taught me here. And number one is arrive thirty minutes early, and then I'm gonna have to ask you a series of questions. Ding dong. Okay. Hello. Hey. Um. I'm Jack. Hi, Jack. My name is Tanner. I'm the babysitter. Welcome to my home. What time is bedtime? For me or for you or... Um, I'm cons- I'm looking at this book, actually. It doesn't say. It doesn't say. Uh, my bedtime is generally some sometime between 10 and 11. Okay. Um, for you, I'm not sure. I would probably... You're what? 40... 41. Yeah. I would probably say sometime between 10 and 11. <laughs> yeah, that's generous. <laughs> uh, I'll tell you what, actually. It, bed- bedtime is between midnight and one o'clock but i do fall asleep on the couch usually these days watching um a documentary about college football (laughs) (laughs) at between 10 and 11 so you're not wrong yeah um can i ask you something yeah do the uh children need a bath before bed with my child (laughs) yeah (laughs) i only have one does the were you under the impression that there was more than one (laughs) It says here children. Okay. Uh, it's just the one. I don't know where you got children. Okay. There's a dog. The okay. dog does yes, not I need... I think that must be what it refers to. Do they need a bath before bed? Dog does not need a bath. Miles okay. gets a bath every Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Okay. Do... Uh, can Is I get, that can... too often or not often enough? That's way more than Cyril gets a bath. <laughs> way more. Cyril gets a bath when, like... <laughs> When, like, I'll notice that, like, he seems to have changed color. (laughs) It's like, that's not, oh, that's like a layer of dirt. (laughs) Miles always gets a bath Monday, Wednesday, Friday evening without fail. Or sometimes we do a bath when I'm, like, at my wit's end about what to do. But a bath, the bathtub is, like, contained and I can, like, throw some dinosaurs in there and just, like, read a book. So sometimes we'll do a bath for that reason. Can I ask you another question before we um, yeah. before you come in? Um, do the children need to be fed? Uh, generally, yes. Okay, good. Okay, this is something I'm learning now. Okay, because I, I didn't bring anything. We have food. Okay, and what in the house is the next question? What and what do they do? I feed them. Oh, uh, well, I made red beans and rice for dinner. You okay, probably eat some of that. Perfect. Um, weird question. Yeah. Are they allergic to any food or medication? <laughs> Who's they? <laughs> the children. I only have one child. Are they allergic to any medication? Yes. Okay. Oh, no, sorry. No, not any medication. Okay. So any medication is fine. You can give them any medication. Okay. Yeah. He is allergic to many foods, though. How do you work the microwave oven? <laughs> it's pretty straightforward. Yeah. You'll figure it out. Can the kids have snacks? Yeah, we encourage it. Watch he's TV? Got... Sometimes he's, he's he's sometimes allowed to watch TV. He will watch Sesame Street or a show on YouTube called Mighty Machines. Play outside. Where machines talk. Do you guys watch Mighty Machines in your house? No, we don't watch anything after 1980. Okay, Mighty Machines is good. It's trucks, and they have personalities. Okay, and they talk. We're not. We don't do this. We don't do modern television. Is he allowed outside? Yes, but do not let him drown in the creek. Okay, um, that's can important. He 
That's very important. There's okay. a creek in the back. He will drown in it if he's not a carefully okay. attended to. Okay. Noted. That's great. Okay. This is why I'm asking these questions. And can he have friends over to visit? He doesn't have any friends. <laughs> oh, wait. You know what? It doesn't say he. It just says have friends over to visit them. Can I have friends sure. <laughs> over to visit? Sure. Um, the child. Th- Miles actually does have a couple of friends. Okay. Uh, one guy in his class who's the son of friends of ours, whose name is Sam, he's Miles' friend. Okay, yeah. Sorry. Jamie and I have friends. Yeah. Named Kate and Jeremy. Right. Their young son is in Miles' class at Montessori School. Right. His name is Sam. Son of Sam. No, son of Jeremy. Okay. <laughs> and he's friends with Miles. He's friends with Miles. But guess what? So Miles is one of two kids who stays until 5.30 every night instead of yeah. 4.30. And guess what the other kid name is named, and I assume who is Miles' best friend? What? Jack. Crazy. Isn't that wild? Wild. Miles' best friend is Jack. Yeah. That's crazy. So can they or come over? I, can Jack come over? Yeah. I feel like that would confuse Miles. Okay. Having two Jacks. Here's another question for you, and I'm almost finished with my questions, and then we can kind of get down to the payment details and stuff. Uh, yeah. Can you play at a neighbor's house? Um, both of our neighbors are pretty elderly. Okay. So I would say no. Let me ask you this. Yeah. What can't the kids do? That's a big question. Yeah. What can't they do? I would say he's probably not very good at, like, um, types of philosophy. Types of what? I don't think he's good at, like, epistemology. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of people have trouble with that. Um, applied ethics, mm-hmm. I think he would struggle with. Yeah. Aestheticism, I think he would r- really not understand that. Because he's... This kid lives for sensual pleasures. Okay. <laughs> One of his favorite things... You, He loves sitting and playing with his trucks and cars, but if you say, Miles, it's dinner time... He will literally throw them to the ground and sprint to the kitchen. That's cute. So You know what Cyril's thing is lately that is very endearing? Speaking of time, is that he'll often in the middle of play suddenly get serious and say, I need to go and see what time it is. Okay. And then he'll go and look at the clock and he'll come back invariably and will say, it's 40, 40, 40. (laughs) (laughs) So he doesn't know how to read the clock. Well, I don't know. Maybe I don't know how to read the clock. Right, right, right. (laughs) <laughs> it's always 40 40 40 yeah lately yeah yeah that's pretty good um couple quick quick questions and then we can we can get down to brass tacks here do the pets need any special care um need no yeah. want certainly uh may i have a tour of the house now yes sure but there's a one room you can't see okay <laughs> that's where i keep my xbox and stuff Okay, and then my last question, and I hope that the answer is not that room, but where do you keep your diapers, towels, band-aids, and flashlights? My or Miles's? Yours. My diapers and towels and stuff are in the red room. <laughs> the Xbox room. Okay. Yeah. okay. Miles's, are, they're just in his bedroom. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Great. And and how much do I owe you? Um, so this is something that Anne fucking gets at, and she's such a goddamn cop-out, so I don't know the answer. Here's what Anne says. What should I charge? Rates per hour vary from state to state and town to town. Check with your friends and find out the going rate in the area. Anne, 
Just fucking tell me enough with the double talk. Just tell me what to charge. This is like this is the fucking key question. But I read this whole book and I don't know. Come on, Anne. Come on, Anne. And also, this is like I read this whole book. I just did a babysitting sitting role play. I got to the down to the brass tacks. I closed the fucking deal. Like you trust me now. Yeah, and I know After you know how to questions? deal with stuff like poisoning, yeah, dog bites, big uh, bad burps. And then I fumbled the. Oh yes, she talks about bad burps. <laughs> <laughs> she says, "I'll just read the passage." Yeah, <laughs> it's it pertains to vomiting. Yeah, it's actually the last thing in the book. Vomiting can be brought on by the flu or something the child ate that didn't agree with her, or just plain excitability. Vomit can be pretty disgusting, but try not to let the child know how you feel about it. It's very frightening to a child, and the most important thing you can do is remain calm. Try and act as if it's just a bad burp, (laughs) and let her know it will be over in just a minute. Whoa, that was a bad burp. (laughs) That was one of the worst burps I've ever seen. What the fuck was that burp? That was a bad burp. Holy shit. That was a burp? <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> Not a good burp. Not a good burp. Damn. Yeah, bad burp. <laughs> That's good. I feel like you and I have always t- sort of danced around this idea of getting matching babysitters club tattoos. Yeah. And maybe it's bad burp. Bad burp. (laughs) (laughs) That'd be fun. It's just a decal of me like hugging the toilet after a night out. And it says like, just a bad burp. (laughs) Anna Martin. Yeah. That's beautiful. Tanner, should we do our burns? Oh, shit. Uh, I guess so. Yeah. Let me look at my notes. Yes, I've got one. Okay. Did you this week have a... (gasps) Yeah, yeah, great. Let's hear it. Mine is in the um, unconscious child section. (laughs) (laughs) This book is so fucking dark, man. (laughs) Sometimes a child can stagger around as if he is drunk. Or he may act very confused and have blurred vision and then lapse into unconsciousness. Be sure to note his behavior and report it to the doctor. And the burn's on me. Because apparently I am an unconscious child. (laughs) Most evenings after I'm done recording podcasts with you. (laughs) Because I act pretty drunk. And just stumble around. out of (laughs) unconsciousness. Yeah. 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 You often have a bad burp or two. Certainly now, it, as I'm getting older, it, yeah, the bad burps, the bad burps get worse, don't they? Yeah, and they're way they come on way easier than they used to. Now it's just like two glasses of Merlot, and those bad burps are just like <laughs> right there waiting. You know, um, Did you have a burn? Yeah, I got a couple burns. They're both from the um, the letters to Anne section that Anne just was like, God damn it, I have like 15 more pages and I'm just going to print letters that kids have written to me that I've already answered. The letters to Anne section comes in two parts, sort of. Yeah. The first is babysitters clubs across the country. Yeah, it's interesting. And they all have different funny names. It's like baby kids, or kids well, babies sort of. plus kids. <laughs> I'll read you every single name. Yeah. There's like six of them. 
the first one is called The Babysitter's Express. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. Yeah. The second one is called Babysitters Are Us. Yeah. The third one is called Babies and Kids, Inc. Yeah. And the last one is called The Babysitter's Club. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, nice try, guys. It's nice cute. Try. It's cute. They're all Katie real babysitters. In Alex City, Alabama. And they say their names and their titles. Yeah. It's very cute. And they and they kind of like they do they do a little bit of a letter to Anne, but they're not asking questions of Anne. They're just yeah. saying, here's a little bit of information on my babysitters club. Yeah. There's one of the babysitters club I really I really liked. Oh wait, it's the one with Erica, I think. Oh, it's Babysitters Are Us. Has Aaron, who's the president, Carissa, who's the vice president, and Robin, who's the junior officer. Yep. And it's written in by Carissa. And all of the questions begin, Aaron and I, it's like tips. All yeah. of the tips begin, Aaron and I babysit for a new client together. That way, we both get to know the children and parents at the same time. And at no point is Robin no, ever fucking mentioned. part of this equation. <laughs> yeah. She's just a junior officer. She's, she's just a she's junior officer. She made it into the book. She should be happy. Um, both of my burns are from the letters. So, like, they have tips from the clubs, and that's the tips. And then they have the letters, which is the second section. And the letters, yep. I'll, I'll just... Dear Anne. Here's one. Ready? Dear Anne is taken, by the way. This, this letter is from Cynthia G. Dear Anne, the whole thing is a burn. The whole damn letter and Anne's response is okay. a burn. Dear Anne, I would like to know what to do if you're babysitting a kid one year younger than you. I got a new client, thanks to my mom, and she wants me to watch her 10-year-old son. I'm 11. <laughs> what should I do? <laughs> thanks, your number one fan, Cynthia G. <laughs> and here's what Anne says. Dear Cynthia, this is a situation that will take some delicate handling. I'd start yeah, by okay. suggesting that your client refer to you as a friend who's coming to stay with her son rather than as a babysitter. That will save him the embarrassment of feeling like a baby. Because you are so close in age, he would probably really appreciate if you act like a guest in his house. Ask him if it would be all right if you had a soda to drink and offer to pour him a glass, etc. If his mother has given fucking situation, <laughs> it's just so fucking humiliating. If his mother has given strict instructions that he disregards, explain that his mother has asked you to abide by her rules, and in order to do that, you're going to need his help. If you two go to the same school, try not to mention that you're his babysitter. This could be the beginning of a nice friendship. <laughs> no, it won't. Here's the thing about <laughs> Cynthia G. This fucking child, She lives man. in Philadelphia, PA, and you're telling me, Mrs. G, that you couldn't find a qualified babysitter older than 11 in Philadelphia? Yeah. You had to go with Cynthia G. Can you imagine? Just think, fucking think about it for one second. Being ten years old and the babysitter comes over and she's fucking eleven. When I was ten year old, ten years old, I definitely did not need a babysitter. My parents, like, I was coming home from school and being alone at home by myself for like five hours every night. Yeah, I would come home at like three p.m. and be at home by myself until like seven p.m. That's cool. Latchkey, I think it's called. Yeah, that's us, us Gen X. Yeah, I'm not Gen X. I yeah, at ten, I definitely came home and let myself in. Let me read you my second burn. That's from the letters. It's also a whole letter and answer. Okay. Dear Anne, hi, I'm 12 years old and I've been babysitting since I was almost 11. One time when I was babysitting, I got sick and had to leave the kids with my mom. And ever since then, I've been embarrassed to talk to my client. What's wrong with me? 
Bonnie, Williamsburg, Virginia. Dear Bonnie, nothing's wrong with you. Babysitting is a big responsibility, and it sounds as though you had quite a scare. But you rose to the occasion. You were sick and couldn't care for the children, and you solved the problem. You called your mother, and she took care of them. You didn't let your client down. You handled the situation like a responsible adult. It's all right to ask for help. Problems usually arise when people don't ask for help. Sincerely, Anne. Note, for future reference, if you've accepted a job but are starting to feel sick, call your clients and tell them before you show up to work. Most likely, your clients would rather schedule someone else than risk exposing their children to an illness. So it looks like you did fuck up after all, you fucking goon. Anne and said that? Uh, I'm just kind of, I'm like mostly just rem- remembering the letter, but yeah. Oh, uh, you weren't even reading it. You were just remembering it. Yeah. Okay. But this this kid showed up with like a fucking fever to babysit for children. <laughs> right. And she didn't fuck it up. Yeah. Can I ask you another question, Tanner? Yeah. Is this true? Okay. <laughs> I asked that a lot of times while I was reading this book. Yeah. This is this is from Anne herself. Anne herself has deigned to uh to come down from the heavens and directly address us in her uh I think it's in her opening in her preamble. Right. Here's what she says. This is after she has uh, announced that uh, she came up with the cool idea of be prepared as a motto right. for babysitters. Of course, it's hard to be prepared for everything. Once, when I was babysitting, a neighbor's golden retriever ate my charge's socks. Who could be prepared for that? Did that happen, Anne, or did you just make that yeah. up? Did you make that up, Anne? <laughs> you know what eats my child's socks? <laughs> Your child? The Roomba. Uh, okay. On an yeah. almost daily basis, the Roomba will be like, bong, 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 error. <laughs> And I'll go and check it, and sure enough, it's sucked up a sock. It's yeah. just clogged up in its little cogs there. <laughs> and once I dislodge that sock, the Roomba's like a lot happier. Yeah. But Well, Miles shouldn't leave his socks lying around everywhere. You're telling me. Yeah. But you know, we got to do sock feet. It's one of his favorite things. What's sock feet? Sock feet is where you take off his socks, and you rub his feet, and you go, sock feet, sock feet, sock feet, sock feet. Oh, he likes that. Yeah. Makes him giggle. Are you wearing his socks on your hands? No. You just rub his feet. Because you know how it feels pretty good to like take off socks after a long day? Oh, like in Die Hard? Yeah. Where he's like, the secret to getting guided. over jet lag, you got to make balls with your feet. You got to go to the carpet, take off your socks, and make ball. I know it sounds crazy. Make it balls sounds crazy. And, it, and it's in, the carpet. in no way foreshadowing for a later scene where I... Where you're going to fucking... That's what the guy on the plane tells him. And then that's why he spends the whole movie barefoot and he's like running over broken glass. Yeah. Do you know this about me? That um, a Die Hard top, top movie of my youth, but I was not allowed to watch it. But I recorded it off pay-per-view and I labeled it The Man with the Hurt Feet so that my mom wouldn't know what it was. But why did you have to label it that? Why could you just label it like... I had to come up with a title for the movie that wasn't going to tip her off that it was a fucking R-rated movie. Yeah, but like... So I made it up. The Man with the Hurt Feet. So but you I don't would have know... To, you didn't have to make it up. You could say like Citizen Kane. No, but so I would know what it was. Yeah, but like if you saw it on the shelf, you're like, oh, Citizen Kane, I know that that's Die Hard. 
in my mind, I needed to know, I needed to like wink at myself. Yeah. And I think okay. my dad, who was oh, also- Ho, 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 I've in, got a machine gun yeah, now. In on, the, in on the grift. Yeah. That's the kind of relationship I hope Miles and I have. Yeah. That you're like watching like, like R-rated movies against Jamie's wishes. No, Jamie would- After she's gone to bed. Yeah. Um, speaking of dads, I thought we could do a, a quick little- um, Scared you, didn't I? There was a dad in here? There's a dad watching this one. Let me read this to you. You ready? Yeah. This is a tip that Anne gives uh, to uh, some reader who has asked a question like, her tips are, can I say this? Her tips are not very good. Her responses to the reader's questions, to me, were mostly unsatisfying. Yeah, she she sort of like, she like take always takes this pretty like tepid middle ground stance on everything. Yeah, like she never gives a, a firm answer. She's also like a a messy dingleberry who lives for the drama. And yeah, like all of her stuff is like there are like all these like confrontation moments where it's like like one person writes in and is like, "Hey, I used to sit for somebody, but they haven't called me in a long time, and I noticed that they have like reached out to a different sitter." Right, and the correct answer to that is like, people move on in life. You're a 13 year old girl. Like, I, this woman pro- has her you were reasons nothing to this woman for not calling you back. It's probably that she didn't like you, but but it's also possible that she found someone else that's better or any number of things. It's but it's you probably that to, she didn't like you, but that's okay. She's moved a, on, a and lot now of people you are not going to like you. Must move on. But instead, yeah. Anne's response is like, okay. You got to call her, but don't fucking tell her the thing. Don't phone. confront her. You no, so the tell the, her. the reader used the word confront in her letter to Anne. Uh, yeah. Anne's yeah, like, yeah. "Do not confront her. Do not confront. Fall on your sword." Yeah. <laughs> in front Beg of her. her. <laughs> but do it in per- she's like, "Do it in person. Call do her up and person. say you need to talk." This is like some fucking random babysitter. Is what Anne is saying. It, can you imagine like your random ass babysitter who babies like a 13-year-old girl who babysat for you once calls you up and is like, "Mr. Greenring, I need to talk, but I can't do it over the phone." <laughs> I would say, "Okay. I'm not. <laughs> can I come over to your house?" <laughs> no. No, you may not. <laughs> But here's my here's my dad watch. Your options are to do this over the phone or not at all. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And you have like ten more seconds. Yeah. <laughs> There's another one. There are a bunch where it's like people are like like <laughs> all these poor kids who have started babysitting clubs, like apparently like people across America are just like sending their kids over to their house and not paying them. And Anne's like yeah. ring on their doorbell and confront these motherfuckers. Yeah, invoice them. <laughs> like yeah. <laughs> You might want to get a lawyer involved. <laughs> um, so this person has asked, uh, her question is a reasonable one where it's like, I'm babysitting like 10, four and two year olds at the same time. And they all want to do different shit. Yeah. And the answer is like, fucking, you're the babysitter. Tell them what to do. But Anne says, let the children take turns choosing a game they can play. Follow the leader, Simon says, or Karen Brewer's favorite. Let's all come in. Speaking of let's all come in, guess what? My dad and his friends invented that game. Yeah, no duh. When they were little, 
They would play it, and Dad always made his younger sister be the dog or take the parts no one else wanted, which she hated. Poor Aunt Adele never fails to remind Dad of this at family gatherings. So Anne is recommending that people, the, that kids play a game that she and her father that her made dad. up. But this is the dad watch. We learned something about Anne's oh, dad, didn't yeah. we? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Didn't we? What do you think Anne and Martin's father is called? Mr. Martin. Mr. Martin. And his name is Martin. Well, we know about Martin him because Martin. he's done um, he's done illustrations in one of the Claudia books. Did he? He's an illustrator. Yes. Oh, I don't remember that. It's the one time Hodges wasn't allowed. Henry Martin. Yeah. He's an illustrator. He's a cartoonist for the yes. New Yorker. I just told you this. He was born in Louisville. Yes. And he invented the game Let's All Come In. And his sister, his younger sister is Adele. He went to school in Princeton, to, at Princeton University, and I guess just stayed. Yeah. He was like, I like it here. Mm-hmm. I'm going to stay here. I'm going to have a kid here. He seems like a nice man. He does seem like a nice man. He's in the National Cartoonist Society. Did you ever think we'd get a dad watch about Anne? I don't think so. Um, I just want to do, before we wrap things up, I would like to do uh, my uh, babysitting tip of the week. And I assume you have one, too? You're talking to me? Yeah, I was. Yeah, no, What'd there's you say? no one else here. Yep. <laughs> I I'm I I want to figure out Here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to put like hold music behind the actual length of Normally when you pause that long cuz you're not paying attention to me, I just cut the dead air when I'm editing. But I'm going to put hold music behind the amount of time it took before you responded to me. So <laughs> I people was reading genuinely Henry Martin. know what it's like, <laughs> what it's actually like. You're talking to me, he says. Yeah, reading, we're doing a podcast Henry with the Martin two of us. Cartoons, New Yorker cartoons from Henry Martin. <laughs> okay, great. Now and you that's know that's how long I will it own that was. one. I will own that one. I got distracted. I started reading cartoon, and we're on, New Yorker cartoons folks, from Henry Martin. We're on a Zoom call, so yeah. we're. I was just we're looking at each other. Yeah. Listen, I'm going to give my babysitters. By babysitting tip of the week. Okay. From this book. Okay. And it comes from this book. Ready? Yep. Babysit for a nurse. Okay. <laughs> What's the logic there? What's the logic there? I'm trying to remember. I just wrote down under my section tip of the week, babysit for a nurse. I think it's it's from this section that's like the babysitters clubs that are all called the babysitters club or like babysitters are us or whatever. Right. And one of the tips is like, our tip is that we babysat for a nurse. Oh, and then she like told all her friends. And she told and her, her friends. Were and, like, but then all her friends well, were like, idiots. holy fuck, the kind of babysitter that a nurse would get is probably a very good babysitter. <laughs> Here's my tip of the week. What's your tip of the week? It's under the heading nightmares. Okay. And it's Jason, isn't it? Be sure a child who's had a nightmare is completely awake. <laughs> that way the scary dream won't happen again. And I think it's warding off not Jason, but Freddy. Uh, okay, yeah. Yeah. Because if you fall asleep, that's when Freddy can get you. 
Right. Yeah. You want to stay completely awake so that right. Freddy can't get you in your dreams. Yes. That's so, good. That's that is good. That is a great tip. That is a great tip. This is a dark book. It's the origin story of Jonna and Malcolm. The entity. and Freddy and Jason. Yes. Pretty powerful stuff. Uh, so if you want to know anything about poisoning or burns or nightmares, falling dog bites, or storms, the guys that get uh, you in your bad dreams. burps. Yeah. Nosebleeds, earaches. This is the one. And it also, if you get the same copy that I have and the copy that Tanner has, you will have the secret to the Glaive Order. Of you will have the secret to the Glaive Order. And please do reach out to us and tell us which yeah. uh, timeline your copy is from. Yeah. Like pre, pre-split pre or post-split? Pre, yeah. So the, ti- the timeline split happens, and we'll have to look into this when we're figuring out what the reading order is. There is a timeline unit parallel universe split that happens after Christie and the Walking Disaster, which is the book that first truly introduces Jackie Radowski and his time skipping. So it kind of makes sense. Right. Um I'd like to leave. I would love also to go. Okay. Does that seem okay to you? Yeah, fine with me. I'm gonna go okay. um just hang out. Great. I would like to thank you, Tanner, for bearing with me. You're welcome. I would like to thank the Baby Nation for bearing with us. You're welcome. That's them. I would like to remind everybody to please subscribe to our Patreon. It's patreon.com slash podcast. It's a whole Patreon show, and it's about the Little Sister books, and we sing the descriptions, and everyone who listens to it is very good and nice, and we like them, and we're grateful to them, and we're grateful to you if you even consider subscribing because it's a great way to support our show, and it's also another whole good show that we do. Yeah. We just did it earlier today. We just did one earlier today. And it was yeah, a blast. Time, it was a blast. It was very fun. We're both, you more than me, but both of us are very harried and busy dads at the moment. Yeah. And have no time for anything. Yeah. But it is still very nice Yeah. to connect on a Saturday afternoon and do yeah. the show. Yeah. Um, we sing the descriptions. Also, please, for the love of God, join the Baby Nation Facebook group. Just fucking look in facebook and search for it it's called baby nation it's the group not the page the page is fine like the page all you want but the action happens in the group everyone in there is good it will feel like you are finally a member of a club that you want to belong to and it'll feel like family when you hear your family family. and when you hear your family and it's actually that's the babysitter's club motto yeah and that's the babysitter's club (laughs) motto (laughs) yeah because we can take any motto we like just like Anne. Um, what else do we say? Buy our merch, bit.ly slash BSCC merch. What a great holiday gift. What a great holiday gift. And yeah. a lot of the people in Baby Nation are in the gift exchange, and that's yeah. another reason to join Baby Nation. They're doing a gift and exchange. Just buy it's one so of the much fun. gifts that we've made for you. Yes. Please. Get the dang Stacy shirt. It's my favorite one. Yeah. Wine Crimes. Um, I like the Prezioso nice. basketball shirt. Well, that one's a classic, but that's a classic. Um, please do um, rate and review our show on Apple Podcasts. It helps us to move through the rankings and be discovered by uh, people who might want to find us. Just give us a nice rating and a review. It really genuinely does help, and otherwise we will slide into irrelevancy, and you don't want that. Follow us on Stitcher. Sure. Okay, now you're just adding Spotify. Stuff. Yeah. Overcast, all, all the places you follow podcasts. You know that on my other show, I'm the one who does all this? Oh, really? Yeah. Is Josh as helpful 
to you as you He's, are. He politely to me. sits in the cut and okay. just lets me finish. Yeah, so that is slightly more helpful. <laughs> yeah. I always get it out. I've got it down. <laughs> this week, we did, in fact, read a novel, and it was called The Babysitter's Club Guide to Babysitting. Next week, things are going to get a little wacky and a little wild. Um, as I have mentioned, we're busy dads. Tanner, busier than Mostly I. Me. And uh, maybe more busy than anyone could ever know right now. And so uh, we'll figure something out, but we will be doing something uh, probably a little different next week. TBD. <laughs> TBD, but we will do something. Yeah. Um, and then we'll be back at some point to read the summer before, because we do have some like real-ass babysitting Babysitters Club content that we have not engaged with before we move it's on. It's sort of the to the, the next last great thing. It's the thing. it's the last little delicate rope. Yeah, <laughs> keeping us it. from plunging into the yeah. abyss. Yeah, um, and then after that, we'll plunge into the abyss, and we hope you will join us. Yep. Um, all that remains is for me to say that this week I have been Jack Alexander Shepard. My name is Tanner Greenring. Please do remember to round off the corners in your bedroom, drown all your dolls, call your senator, and demand your right to bear time. And do not forget to let daddy love you as much as I do. Remember the Delaney's. Remember the trip man. Take your dream horse through that maze. Claudia is wearing a bra now. And the way she talks, you would think that boys had just been invented. All right, I've hit record. My numbers are going up. My phone record. is on My airplane mode. Uh, I've got the book in front of me. 32 hours left. I have 30 hours left. Okay. Let's just keep going. Let's never stop. Let's never stop. Let's do 30 hours. We can do 30 hours, don't you think? Of that 30, 30 hours... hours. Yeah, it would be good. I could do 30 hours and still get to work on time on Monday. Yeah. So why wouldn't I? We did it when we watched the Avengers Marathon. What's going on? I feel like I lost you. Oh, there's there's a list in the there's a list of all the books in the back of the book. Yeah, and for some reason it skips from one to ten, <laughs> and then ten to fifteen, and then fifty. It only shows every five books up until fifty. Okay, and then it counts up in order from fifty to ninety nine, and that's then it weird. stops and does all the like side books. So that's probably the um the uh, glaive order. This is the glaive order. Yeah. Okay, well, we should explore that. Yeah. That was a HeadGum Podcast.